With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Brought to you by the uh, Porter House at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And Scotty Scheffler plays tailor-made clubs but hits the Titleist Pro B1 golf ball. Also a Titleist putter. That's right. That was powered by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Uh, The Great Stakes Bourbon at Kessler Prime and the Renaissance KesslerPrime.com. Don't forget that Long Branch is the official bourbon of the show. And uh, we may have had some Long Branch over the weekend. And uh, I'm just saying that may have happened. And it was delicious. That is uh, Matthew McConaughey's bourbon. And he uh, collaborated with Eddie Russell of Wild Turkey, the master distiller, and they have given you Long Branch bourbon. It is fantastic. Try it. Ask for it at your uh, local wine and spirit store. If they don't have it, ask them to order it. And at your favorite restaurant, too. Uh, Farm Bureau Insurance. Call in line 601-707-3750. Twitter handle at Bounds. And uh, what was Mississippi Ag is now Ag Up Equipment. Text line is 601-885-3776. Yes, we're still receiving the Bianco text. Uh, The heat is on in Oxford. Reminds me of that uh, movie that Eddie Murphy was in. Oh. They played it throughout the movie. It's in the 80s. The heat is on. Heat is on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you know who sings that? Heat is on. Um, No. I don't either. So, on the street. It was so 80s, though. I mean, everything about it, the way the song, yeah. Yeah, the way he was singing the song, 
the music behind it. Glenn Fry. Oh, you're talking about Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. I love that series. It was great. Those three Especially movies Especially the first mm, one was mm. on. I've only watched it like 30 or 40 Axel times. Axel Foley, baby. Yes, Axel Foley. Yeah. It was he, so good. He goes to the fake Disneyland. Yeah. Or Disney World, whatever you want to call it. They, oh, well, man, I, what is it? Wow. No. Since I've broken up with <gasps> Netflix, maybe I'll watch uh, Beverly Hills Cop. God, and they, and they have the money. They're counterfeiting. They're using the parks printing presses that make the park money to counterfeit American dollars. And that's what the whole movie is. He's catching them counterfeiting the, the U.S. money. Oh, man. Yeah. Al, Axel Foley. And then they make the Fox. Axel him. Foley is such a great name. 80s cop name. To yeah. The yeah. Yeah. That's he, a great He's movie. from Detroit. He goes out to, to Cali or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. I love Beverly Hills Cop. That's so awesome. Let's, uh, because this is much more fun than d- discussing. All right, so here it is, 1984 film. And do I know anybody else that was in it? Oh, yeah, definitely you do. Not really. I thought I would. I would think there's people. Uh, yeah, who's his, be- the the cops, the two cops that are in it are famous actors. Okay. The two, the, uh, because one of the second guy that's the cop in there, the tall, skinny guy with the, like, brown hair. Oh, he's famous. How much? I mean, this is one of the best movies of all time. I love Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, my gosh. On the street. This is great. You just made my Monday. Yeah, I love this movie. And then... The Neutron Dance? Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Uh, I'm, try- I'm looking for the number. It debuted in first place at the U.S. box office. 15.2 million in the first five days of the release. That was when people went to movies. Holy moly, the film earned 230 for almost $235 million. Highest grossing film released in 1984. Unbelievable. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was great. Did Eddie Murphy win an award? He did. Best Motion Picture Actor Golden Globe. There you go. And did Eddie... He won a couple of awards here. I love Beverly Hills Cop. That's That's so funny that you... That, that that popped in your head. He he had a cool jacket on yes. throughout the movie. It was like a Letterman jacket. It was style. like a Letterman yeah. jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah From yeah. Detroit, it was the Lions. Was it's it the Lions? Li- because that's the whole thing. He's a Detroit cop. His yeah, friend I gets murdered, that. and that's why he's yeah. he's he investigating call investigating his friend's murder. on a landline. Yes, everything was like. La- remember, they have to stop yeah. at the later the in Beverly Hills Cop two or three. I think it's three where they do the alphabet killer one. Yeah, he. There's a couple times where he has to make calls from a payphone. Yeah. Very funny. Isn't that crazy that those movies, uh, when cops were trying to find people um, or track things down and people down, in the movie they would stop and use a payphone. How about the, um, what's the movie uh, where De Niro and Joe Pesci are out in, is it Casino? Goodfellas? No, no, not Goodfellas. Uh, What's the one where they're out in Vegas? It's Casino, right? okay. Uh, And Pesci has to keep going to the phone. He has to go to the Payphone down the street because they've bugged all the phones oh, in, yeah. in his, and so he has to keep going out to the payphone 
and cover his mouth and like yeah. call in things to people back in Brooklyn or whatever, or the mob, like the bosses back in the East Coast. That's from a good Vegas. movie too. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. But it's it's whole. There's whole scenes in the 80s and 90s that could never take place now because the premise doesn't make sense because landlines aren't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like like the phone booth scene can never occur in today's world because there's no such thing as even like that's like, true what would you do if you don't have your phone like you don't go to a you just borrow somebody else exactly phone. you don't go to like a centralized landline you go to just someone else and say can i borrow your phone they've got uh Ed, eddie murphy they they have his net worth at around 200 million doesn't that seem low? he must have just spent a ton of money I think he got divorced yeah that makes sense and i'm sure he lived i've heard stories that he lived it up right oh did he Okay. Um, Dude, if you wear the suit he wore in Raw, then yes, I believe that you are a party animal. Oh. Oh. You don't wear a red leather red suit and not... leather. Yeah. yeah. You don't think Eddie Murphy was, was playing the game with that SNL crew in the 80s and 90s? Goodness <laughs> yeah. gracious. What a... what He was one of my favorite actors. Someone said uh, Chris Lamonis is, Ed, is uh, Ed Orgeron for Mississippi State Baseball. Ooh, that's going out. That's a hot take on a Monday. Okay, that that's a that's a that's a roaring hot take uh, on a Monday. I'll I'll disagree with that hot take. So, um, but I love hot takes. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just. Telling I mean, you hey, what... is Mike Bianco going to Rick Stansberry this thing? Oh, I mean, is he going to drive this thing off a cliff, burn it to the ground, or is he going to get it back going and win some ball games? And it, it, you know, I don't know. I don't. Oof, oof, oof. Can you imagine? He has been there for twenty, like twenty-one years. Yep. Yeah, the people, the everyone on his baseball team was not alive when he was not the coach. Pretty there. much. That's a great point. <laughs> Outside of like Tim Elka, who's thirty-five. That's right. Everyone, everyone else is, was was Elko not decided to come back for six year, and yeah. he does look like he's thirty. He looks like he's one of the BYU football players that yeah. went on mission for ten yeah. years and then came back. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Out of bounds. ESPN one hundred five nine. The Zone brought to you by the Bone In Filet Castle Prime and the Renaissance. Show is also presented by MississippiSportsMedicine dot com. For any orthopedic hiccup. Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center, Fortification, and Lakeland Drive Flowood with their new surgery center and clinic. That's where I had my meniscus surgery a week and a half ago. I guess almost two weeks ago tomorrow. Uh, right there in Flowood on Lakeland Drive. MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Good morning. Welcome in. Congratulations to Scotty Scott Scheffler. The 2022 Masters Champion, number one in the world, number one in Blake's heart. Uh, we're still giving away a, a Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue gift certificate, $25, and an Out of Bounds uh, T-shirt. Uh, best one-word reaction to Ole Miss and or Hale State baseball after both getting swept over the weekend. We're actually going to talk some football at 8.30 with Tom Luganville on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. 
because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Welcome in. Is this rain getting out of here soon or what's happening? I mean, what if I want to lay out at the pool later this afternoon? That'd be scary. Talking about blinding people. Um, let's, Let me look at the 10-day real quick. Yikesies. Looks like rain all day. Eh, it could be hit and miss later, though. I may watch Beverly Hills Cop later. Um, Yeah, I think I will. I really enjoyed the Masters. I know it wasn't close, but I had a great... It's just too awesome of a tournament to not... I mean, I was consumed with it. And then the storylines afterwards, Brandel Chambly is an absolute dude. He does such a great job for the Golf Channel. He and Barkley are the best studio analysts, obviously, in the in sports. And uh, tip of the cap, whoever identified him and kind of made him the guy, uh, he doesn't shy away from criticizing or constructively criticizing um, a player, but he's also um, obviously willing to give someone, you know, compliments and kudos uh, depending on what's going on. But, man, he's so knowledgeable. He's really, really good. He and Barkley are refreshing. I wish they'd let Michael Strahan and Jimmy Johnson, you know, really do things like that, that the Golf Channel allows Brandel Chambly to do and that TNT allows Charles Barkley to do. Out of bounds, ESPN 105 down the zone. I stopped in two brothers uh, Friday afternoon with the crew of uh, six or seven of us. We were kind of a wrecking crew this weekend. Um, and we smashed some wings and some tacos. Shout out. I saw T. Powell uh, when I was walking out and uh, several other people. So Barton and the crew at two. Bro- oh, I know what I was supposed to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Since you got a Thursday, Friday, Saturday this weekend, uh, Blake, I don't know if you knew this, but mm. what day is this? April 15th. So that's Friday at Two Brothers. Jeffrey Simmons and Tyree Phillips will be at Two Brothers. Hey. 2 to 3 p.m. Jeffrey Simmons, tennis player, right? Yeah, right. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons... Fantastic NFL defensive lineman, Tyree Phillips, offensive lineman. They'll be at Two Brothers in the historic Cotton District from 2 to 3 Friday. Autographs and meet and greet, Two Brothers, Friday, 2 to 3 p.m. That's awesome. I guess we need to get something signed. So we'll have to figure that out. Somebody send me a Titans helmet ASAP. I guess worst case of football. Yeah. Okay. We make that happen, probably. Did somebody get us a jersey sign? A Titans jersey. Hmm. Okay. 
We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. You know, we were just talking about what we were going to talk with Tom Luganbill about, and I'm going to I'm going to surprise you with this topic. Okay, we were talking about coaches, right, and different stories and things like that. It is baseball season, and Chris Lamonis got uh, tossed from a game. What was that? Lat last week Memphis two weeks weeks ago because it was right before they went to Arkansas the midweek right yeah okay all right and you know Ron Polk might be the most famous coach or in in these parts for getting tossed right Ron Polk was kind of notorious for that was kind of his shtick was getting well and because he was interesting because he was winning and he was longevity but yeah yeah, go ahead you nailed it that's what I'm saying he he kind of had that persona I mean for the 70s and 80s he was Pretty much the only success that was going on between the big two. That's true. Very true. But yeah, his persona of going after umpires and stuff like that. Bianco hadn't really done that. Maneri was Maneri would fire off. He'd get hot and heated. I'd love to know the last 10 years who's the most thrown out coach. In the, in SEC. the SEC. That would be a good one to check. Um, obviously, Bianco has been around and Corbin have like had longevity, but you don't ever see those two guys get... You get would know heated. more than I would about Corbin. I don't know if he gets tossed every You don't ever then. see... I mean... A, Yes, I know he has been tossed. I don't think you see often. that as much um, today as you did coming out of uh, World War II and the fi- going into the 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people went nuts, bananas, MLB, more yeah. rustic rule, backwards uh, country. Now, Scott Barry um, lost it in that super in that in regional. regional, yeah, and then he lost. I think the first game or two the next season he did, but he, his t- club still swept. And then Kansas Kansas Arrow, was yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. there's all but kinds of. My point of all that was to say someone tagged us, and I appreciate it. No, they Greg. didn't. Greg tagged us uh, at Bo Bounds on the Twitter, so shout out to Greg. Thanks, um, Greg. Even though State and Ole Miss got pummeled this weekend, there was some excitement. Memphis and Central Florida, okay? Central Florida hits a three-run bomb. Then the umpires get together because the Memphis dugout hollers at them and tells them to look at the baseball bat. The bat had too much pine tar on it. Do you remember the uh, home run that got called out in MLB for too much pine tar? Was that Brett? Oh, I can't say his name. Anyway, hits a hits like a go-ahead home run, and they, they get rid of it because of the pine tar. It's the same thing that just happened in Central Florida. So he hits a three-run home run. Umps get together. They decide there's too much pine tar on the bat. You can only have it so many inches off the handle, and it, it went too far. So they ruled the batter out, took the three-run home run away, right? Well, the... Central Florida manager goes berserk and tries to fight the Memphis bitch, bench. And the Memphis bench... George Brett. George Brett. He I was one was, of my yes. favorite players. I had all his baseball cards. I knew cards. it was Brett. I was yeah. trying to say Brett Boone. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> um, Yankees. Uh, George Brett. So it's the same thing that happens. They call the Central Florida hitter out on a three-run home run because of too much pine tar. And then the, the Central Florida coach has to be restrained by the umpires because he's trying to fight the Memphis bench. Really? Is that not awesome? Or yeah. What? That's what I need. In co- I need Tony Vitello and Tim Corbin going at it. Let's go. Right? Like, what coach in the SEC right now do you need to see more of that from? I mean, Bianco comes to mind. Lose it, Bianco. This is their last ride. Let's have some fun out there, right? Like, Chris Lamone has finally lost it against Memphis, and I think people were excited. Yeah, you know, he even threw his hat down. People were excited to see it, but then he picked it up, which was the mistake. Don't pick it up. Right. Throw the hat down, throw some dirt on it, and walk away. Right. Don't even pick it up. You, you let the ball boy pick that thing up. But I just thought that was funny to see him go off on on that. I just, I want more of that. I'll have to look at that. I want more of that in college baseball. Because that's what Jimbo and Lane are doing. Yeah, you know, they're, they don't like each other. And they're becoming vocal and public about it. Yeah. Which doesn't normally happen in football. 
I mean, That's true. Spurrier took shots, but most coaches are very politically correct because they know, well, I got to play that guy. I don't want to deal with all that. But Lane and Jimbo taking shots left and right. They're both former Well, and guys. Lane's the better coach. Um, At the tougher spot. And Jimbo is, you know, is the super recruiter. So with the natty. With the national championship. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if he can national championship A&M through recruiting. Uh, he's going to give it a run, but I don't I don't know if he can do that. But yeah, I, that game's going to be fun in College Station this year. Lane going to College Station for Jimbo and Lane. And, and you know that the media will play that up all week as far as, you know, them. Yeah. Um, and, and finally, you know, Lane... Look, Ole Miss was fortunate. That game got called for COVID in year one, and A&M was actually good. Last yes. year, they were not. Yes. And let's see when they play. A&M plays Ole Miss in November. So there you go. Um, we'll know everything Deep about into this. the season. I was about to say, man. A&M, Ole Miss doesn't have anything in that first. Like we said, there's maybe one game they could get threatened in if, if they play to potential in the first five or six weeks, but... But outside of that, it's that back half of the schedule for Ole Miss that'll be a gauntlet. I don't, I don't think there's any love loss between the two. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean that they'll be cordial pregame. Uh, you, I mean, Jimbo was ticked. What if they just don't? What if they're not court? What if Lane just feeds into it and they don't even meet pregame? I don't see that happening. Even Dan and Hugh met pregame. They did. They did. Um, Don't you think we need more of this? Give me more coaches oh, being no, petty no and fighting each other. Yes. Yeah, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Bulldog Burger in Starble, and Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. Um, Blake and I need to hit Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Big old cheeseburger loaded up with some bacon and lettuce and tomato. I'm ready. Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Startville, and Tupelo. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Luganville next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Press the button, my friend. The Outbound Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds brought to you by Mike Hike and Flowood. Number one selection of pre-owned and new SUVs and truck trucks. Mack Hike in Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And this is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We welcome in Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Lugs joins us on the Corona Premier guest line. Tom Luganville on a Monday. What's happening, buddy? How are you, pal? Everything good with you? I'm good. I spent the weekend good. in Startville. Um, baseball did not go well for either team, but <laughs> uh, I ate some great food, and um, we had some beers and bourbon. So, all in all, it was a good – did y'all have good weather this weekend? Because we had great weather. Yeah, pretty good. I was actually – I had North Carolina spring game, so I drove up to Chapel Hill from Charlotte and – it was about 60 degrees, slightly overcast, but it was nice. It really was. It's a beautiful area. Beautiful yeah, area. Is. No doubt. Beautiful campus, too, man. That, that, that job is that's, – that, that's a really, really nice spot, man. Does, uh, does Longo still have that haircut uh, high and tight? Heck, yeah, man. You got you to gotta respect a man that <laughs> purposefully wears a 1960s, 70s crew cut. I mean, <laughs> don't you love it? Yes. Come on, let's go. Uh, between he and Chiswick, there's some energy on that staff, huh? Oh yeah, man. I, well, you know what's interesting? Like we talked about this last week. I think like you could tell because when I was talking to Chiswick and I asked him point blank, I was like, "Man, what's it like coaching, knowing that you don't have to feed your kids? Like you don't. The, there's no pressure. You're just out here because you just love it and you want to have a good time and you want to teach football and recruit. But like, it's not life or death." You know, and so, yeah, they got a lot of good things going on there. They got to get back on track. I think they got a little over their skis a year ago. Too much hype, too much off-season banter. Kids didn't handle it well. Uh, um, and, you know, that's kind of part of that, taking that next step, right? When you have an off-season where everybody's telling you how good you're supposed to be, and then you end up reading all of it, believing all of it, and now your focus and your preparation wanes, and you don't play very good. And that's exactly what happened to them. And it can happen. In a heartbeat. And no doubt. And just, you know, there's not really any programs that are immune to that except maybe oh. Bama, um, which is pretty incredible considering. Um, and look, Kirby Smart has to do this now, Tom, for the first time in his career and the first time Georgia's won the, you know, title in the modern era. 1980 was a long, long time ago. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we had a team in this state that won the national championship last year in baseball at MSU and, and they're having a rough go of it this year. And um, you know this. It, it is hard to continue to sharpen the sword when everybody in town is patting you on the back and wants to buy you a beer. 
It's a whole different ball game when you go from being the hunter to the hunted, right? You're climbing the ladder, you're scrapping and scraping, everybody's saying, oh, you can't get there, so you're, no, you're motivated, or you're not going to knock off Alabama, so you're motivated. Now, all of a sudden, you've done it. How do you sustain it? See, I, that's why, and I think I've shared this with you before, that's where I think Nick Saban is actually undervalued. You know, everybody thinks it's about the process, and everybody thinks it's about recruiting and player evaluation, and, you know, Alabama has resources, and I, and I get all that. And all of that is true. Said, but what he's done maybe better than anybody else is he gets kids to play to their own standard and rise to the occasion when everybody's trying to bring them down through telling them how good they are, right? Because it's, how do you not believe it? How do you walk around campus, walk into a mall, walk into a restaurant where everybody's patting you on the back? How do you not fall victim to that? And somehow, some way, Nick Saban is able to manage that and that's now, I think, Kirby Smart's, you know, next challenge. Now, he's seen how it's done because he's been a part of it at Alabama, but now he has to do it as the head man with his own program. Mm. Ooh. All right, we'll see how that uh... – all right, real quick, who would be your favorite, Bama or Georgia, in the SEC going into um, – I, I think it would be Alabama this particular year. Um, just because there are more returning components and they're more dynamic at quarterback, you don't lose the guys that Georgia has lost off of that defense and have some type of, I don't want to say setback, but some type of maybe growing pains, right? I mean, that, that is a generational front seven. I like for me, like, this is just me. I think Trevon Walker is the best player in the entire draft. I don't think it's Kayvon Thibodeau. I don't think that it's Aiden Hutchinson. I don't think it's a quarterback. I think that dude is the best player, is the best player top to bottom in the entire draft. Like if I was Jacksonville, wow. if I was Jacksonville, obviously there's a massive needed offensive tackle. But if they decided not to go that way, I would take Javon Walker over uh, Thibodeau in, in Hutchinson. Okay. I like it. Tom Luganville on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Well, um, Let's stay in the SEC. Kiffin and Jimbo do not agree on much, and I really don't <laughs> think they like each other, which we need more of. Now, I don't know how deep it is, but we're going to play it up a little bit. Now, this article that y'all dropped on ESPN.com on analytics last week or the week before was unreal, very well the done. The Bill Connolly drop it? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's his wheelhouse, man. So I want to walk you th- You already know this, but – Jimbo Fisher and Lane Kiffin are polar opposites in coaching. Lane is all about the analytics, all about going forward on fourth down, and Jimbo had the fewest fourth down attempts in the country last year. So the way I see, see this is Jimbo is, is recruiting gangbusters and doing a great job in that space. Uh, as far as coaching, I think he coaches like it's 2001. Um, mm-hmm. Kiffin's quote in here is that, uh, Hey, when you're playing a and M and it's fourth and one, no matter where the ball is, we're just sending out our punt return team. They're going to mm-hmm. punt. That's Jimbo. I think he's even quoted as saying that. Right. Kiffin goes on to say the game's not Jimbo says this, but this is from Kiffin. The game's not played in a book. I'm not looking at a stupid book. So my takeaway from this article is Kiffin is all in on analytics and all in on the transfer portal. Jimbo is all in pretty much on high school players 
and all in on coaching like it's 2001. Uh, I think Kiffin can close the gap as far as talent on the field with his approach. Your thoughts? Yeah, listen, I think that the, the whole analytics thing, and I saw a little bit of, of this last fall, is you can't ignore the instincts that, it, that, that go with making snap decisions. Yes, we can say, okay, well, if we've got the ball on offense, and it's fourth and less than four, and we are plus 42 going in, we're in four-down territory. Okay, okay, that, that's fine. I get that that's what the book says, and you're going to do that. But you can't just dismiss your instincts. You can't just dismiss what else is going on in the arena, where you're at on defense. Did you just have a devastating injury? Did you just give up um, a, a, a big play? Did, did something else happen? that needs to be considered in that whole analytics equation. And, and I think we saw a little, little bit of that. I know I did in some of my broadcasts where it was like, it was too analytical. You know, it was too by the book. And it, instead of sitting back and saying, ah, I don't feel, I don't, I don't like this right now. And, and just trusting your instincts as a coach, right? And the more coaches I've talked to about it, yes, analytics have become a big deal. The percentages side of the game has become a big deal. And the one, you know, four-down territory thing that I just mentioned, I think you're actually going to see more and more and more of that as the, the, the percentages bore out that you actually have a better chance of continuing your drive by giving yourself an extra down. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so, but I still think instincts have to play a role. And that's where I would say maybe Jimbo, to some degree, is a little bit more instinctive in the sense that, and that might, and you know what, maybe I'm using the term instinctive and sometimes that can mirror the term traditional. All right. Well, maybe he's a little bit more traditional in his thinking. Um, he knows that they're going to have elite players on defense. He knows that they're going to be able to run the ball. So maybe in his mind is, listen, if it's going to be difficult for people to score on us, then we need to minimize our risk in other areas. Whereas if you're not very good on defense, now you're just going to say, well, the hell with it. We're going to, we're going to take every advantage, every analytic and every percentage that tells us we might have an opportunity to score more points because we're going to have to, to have a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily disagree with some of the ways Jimbo goes about it. And I don't disagree with being all in on analytics, but I think even if you talk to Lane Kiffin, he would tell you that on that sideline, regardless of what the book says, you do have to have some awareness of what else is going on around in the game. Yeah. Ooh, fewest in the nation. Yikes. Uh, I, I just think Jimbo, I, I just think he's borderline bad as an offensive coach at this point. Well, listen, I'm going to say, uh, let's, let's, let's be very, very blunt and very, very honest here. We all know how, um, how the previous regime went down in, in flames at Texas A&M, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Kevin Sumlin, what he inherited was great, but then they recruited some good players, didn't have a lot of results. If you look at the results during Kevin Sumlin's phase and now to this point under Jimbo Fisher, they're not too dissimilar. They're, they're actually almost dead identical. Yes, so, They're both 34 and 14 after four years, Luke. Yeah. So to your point, so to your point, you know, at, at the recruiting side of it, and I said this post signing day this year, and everybody was giving me flack over it because they want me to say, oh, it's the best recruiting class ever. Okay, fine. Maybe it is. 
but we've seen them have top five classes. We've seen them have top 10 classes. We keep seeing eight and four. Right. So I'm going to withhold my judgment on whether this is the best recruiting class of all time until I see that recruiting class go out and beat Georgia and then go out and beat Alabama and then go out and beat LSU and get to Atlanta and win the SEC. Because at the end of the day, that's how those recruiting classes are going to be judged. Uh, Kiffin and Jimbo, they had their game canceled two years ago in College Station. So Kiffin has yet to go out there. He will go out there this year in November. And, uh, you know, we'll see what plays out with Jackson Dart, Michael Trigg, and all this stuff, um, and the the transfer. But, look, here's what I like about Kiffin is – He's not backing down at all on the two things he's doing, and that is analytics, and he's all in in the transfer portal. I mean, he's yeah. basically saying, and and I know you can't keep up with everything, but we we kind of lock in. Even in his press conferences this spring, Lugs, he's like, I'm all in, and we are going to continue to do this. And And really the question will be, because he will be a great case study, is how much is too much, or is there, maybe it's not. And and he's been saying, look, when we get these kids, they burn their transfer so they can't leave us. We don't have to deal with that. Right. And and this is the way we're going to do it. I guess Lane knows that for the most part, they're not going to finish in the top five in recruiting. So his theory is if we can finish around 20 and then I can move that number up with 10, 12, 13 plus transfers, this is how I'm going to roll. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that that's probably a valid line of thinking in, in his approach. And, and listen, with all of the positives, and there are positives to the transfer portal, especially for programs more like an Ole Miss than an Alabama, Georgia, or a Texas A&M or a Clemson, because I've said this to you before, too, is like when people push back on Dabo or somebody else and they're not taking a bunch of transfer portal guys, well, the point of the transfer portal is to get your roster better, to improve your depth. Well, how many guys are in the transfer portal are better than what Alabama's playing with? Not many, right? Maybe one, maybe two. We actually saw that with Alabama last year with Jameson Williams, right. but it's not 10. So why would they waste their time in the transfer portal when they can build long-term depth at the high school level with every elite player in the country? But if you are, if you are an old Miss, you're now going to sit there and say, okay, the upside is, to your point, we can get a little bit more experience, a little bit older. Now, the only downside on, on this line of thinking and I don't think it's a downside because I don't think he'll do it. You can't do the transfer portal thing with a bunch of one-and-done guys. That is not going to help you because you will not be able to sustain long-term depth. You will not be able to build a roster, and it will kill you in high school recruiting because every kid will shy away thinking that they're going to be replaced by a one-and-done guy. So you got to be careful there. Where I think that Ole Miss will focus, and other teams too, are guys that have three years of eligibility remaining. You have to have some type of feel that you're going to have somebody for a minimum of two. If he doesn't leave early, you get him for three, and he improves your roster, he improves your depth. He adds, to to your point, to your high school, all right, uh, recruitment. But you can't can't do this with one and dones. And I would even shy away in many instances on guys that have just two unless they are so vastly better than what you have. I mean, I think you have to be convinced as a staff that this guy's going to come in, he's going to start from day one, he's just flat out better than what we have. So, you know, there's upside and downside to to this equation. I don't think anybody truly knows how it's all going to play out in the end. 
Because remember, the one little sidebar in all of this that everybody forgets about is that extra year of eligibility. When we have the extra year of eligibility due to COVID, and they didn't just give it to the person that was in their last year of eligibility, but instead gave it to everybody, that created the biggest mathematical you-know-what storm, maybe in the history of college football, because you don't know who's going out the door, who's coming in, exactly how much room you have. You don't know when guys are deciding to come back and decide, hey, I'm going to play here again. Well, actually, we need you to move on. So all of that is being massaged on a year-round basis without having a hard cap scholarship number. Well, guess who loses? The high school player. So if, if this transfer portal thing was just the transfer portal and we were under normal eligibility restrictions, this would be a much, much cleaner process, and we'd see much faster results, to your words, on, like, let's just say the experiment that Ole Miss is attempting right now. But because of the eligibility situation, this thing's going to drag on for another three to four years. Yeah, and I guess it'll start shaking out a little bit after this year, you know, right, as far as the, yeah, the extra I mean, COVID. but keep in mind, I mean, they gave it to freshmen two years ago. Well, they're, I mean, now they're still going to have three more years of that. And if we've redshirted, you still get an extra year. So now it's six. Yeah. And you've got guys who you think are seniors, but they're actually juniors. <laughs> you have guys you think are juniors, but they're actually sophomores. And now you're saying, well, wait a minute. Is that guy been here three years? Could he leave early if he wanted to? And then you're like, well, wait a minute. No, he's, he's still just a sophomore. I mean, it, the whole entire thing, then you still have to have your hard cap number. The NCAA wants everybody to get down to 85 scholarship. It's impossible. Should- it's absolutely impossible. Was that a knee-jerk reaction now that we can look in the rearview mirror? I, I, I guess it's... Well, uh, it shouldn't have been. I, anybody with half a brain could have seen what was going to come by making this decision, but that's not how the NCAA thinks. Uh, that's you true. Know, you're, you're sitting, I mean, you're sitting here going, all right, hold on a second. Let's just, if somebody in the room would have just said, let's tap the brakes and ask this question. What are we going to ask these universities to do if we're going to give everybody a year of extra eligibility, we're going to allow everybody to transfer without penalty, but we're going to ask them to get back to 85 within a calendar year. Nobody in the room said, how is it that they are supposed to do this? Right. And the reason why I know that is because everybody I've talked to at the collegiate level is asking that question wants an answer to it. Hmm. All right. So, but. I want to get to Leach and Will Rogers before we let you go. Um, I I just think Lane is running circles around Jimbo, except, you know, the one uh, Jimbo gets a little bit of a pass because he's recruiting so well, but I think Lane is the future and what, you know, kind of what you need to be doing on offense. And I think Jimbo's still coaching like 20 years, like they did in 2003 at LSU when you could get away with that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Mike Leach, he's going into year four, and he's now got Will Rogers, who's played a ton of football. Yeah. Um, how do you see this? I mean, I, Will is a good player. Um, you know, he's not physically imposing, but he had to play too early. That's not his fault, but he's played, if you want to run all the numbers, he's played pretty darn well considering how he was thrown into the fire. Um. 
what do you see for for 2022 with with Leach and Will Rogers now that they've been together for a while and Will's got a lot of experience, Tom? So I, I think that number one, he really made a leap in 2021. I, I think he kind of took the next step. And I think part of that next step is gaining the belief and the confidence of your teammates. I, I think you put it perfectly. Played too early, probably wasn't ready, got thrown to the fire, took his lumps, the team did too, and then all of a sudden that stuff starts to pay off, right? And just leave it to Mike Leach to look at this and say, hey, we're going to take it on the chin right now, but trust me, you know, uh, 15 months from now, this is all going to, to, to pan out. You know, this is all going to be something that is – that is going to work in our favor. And he, and he was right. I mean, I mean, he, he completed almost 74% of his passes. I mean, what do you throw? 35, 36 touchdowns. Um, to me, uh, the guy has done exactly what every player that has played in that team under Mike Leach has done, because you brought up something that gets glossed over. You said, well, you know, he's not overly physically imposing. He's not going to just wow you with physical attributes. When you look at Mike Leach and the quarterbacks that have played for him, name one that has. You can't. It's hard. You can't do it. Like, you look at all of them. Sonny Cumbie, Graham Harrell, all right? Luke Falk, who might have been the most physically talented of the ones he's had. You can just run down the list. Minshew. Chris Kingsbury. Minshew. All of them. Like, they all just – but at the same time, it's also another one of those scenarios where you sit there and you say, okay, heavy system offense, great for the collegiate game. There's basically been one player that has come from that scheme, true that true air raid scheme that has succeeded in the NFL, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Every, every, every single other one. You could maybe say Jared Goff because he played in a version of it under Tony Franklin at Cal. Um, and Minshew can make a lot Minshew, of money as a – Spot yeah. starter backup for the next right. ten to twelve years, which hey, right. that's still that's still yeah. awesome. So we'll all take that job, yeah. You know? But I, I think that uh, that's the thing is it's it's a it's a college offense with great results in the passing game. Obviously, we talked about it before struggles in the run game, um, but they're going to move the ball on people. And I'll tell you one thing: don't play man-to-man defense against them. No, that's what LSU learned. That's what LSU learned. Derek Mason two too years ago. Yeah, exactly. Don't if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, you're gonna get eaten alive. I'm not sure what Elko was doing in the second half at A and M too. Those were two huge road wins for Will and that young and that team. Okay, uh, I've got a quick joke for you, somewhat of a joke. Uh, Brian Harson in the spring game over the weekend. Uh, yeah. One of the Auburn offenses drives down to the three yard line and they kick a field goal. I mean, <laughs> and, and so we've got Auburn fans on the text on our text line asking, wanting to ask you about it. I just. Hey, look, this is such a train wreck, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. He's not going to make it. Um, I figure they'll relieve him of his duties by about game nine or ten this year, fair or unfair. But can you – I mean, dude, spring game, you know this. You just called one. They're challenging enough to get excited about. you got to go for it, Lukes, when you're on the three-yard line in a spring game, don't you? Yeah, and I, I wasn't there in all fairness, but, yes, you would imagine. So, in most spring games, to be honest with you, don't have the kicking game. Right. Great. All right. Have a good week, buddy. Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN on the Corona Premier Guest Line. How about that? Brian Harson kicks a field goal on the three-yard line. Well, that gets me excited about Auburn football this year.
who they play to get things started. Mercer, that's where I want to be the first weekend of the season in 120-degree weather. Auburn against Mercer. We're live at the Bank Plus studio. Bank Plus, it's more than a name. It's a promise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.